Hi, welcome to The Virtue Podcast. I'm Courtney Dahl, and I'm so excited to be here with you today as I share something which is so near and dear to me, the heart of serving. My husband and I just celebrated our first year of marriage in May, which was really exciting. And if there's one thing that I thought I definitely had a good grip on when we got married a year ago, it was having a servant's heart. It was displayed to me so beautifully by my family as I was growing up, and I had been serving at the church for as long as I can remember, becoming an MYT, which is a ministry youth trainee in children's ministry at age 11, teaching VBS and Sunday school when I turned 16, taking lead over our bridge ministry when I was 19, and coming on staff with our virtue team last year when I was 21. However, I was not even a little bit prepared for what a servant's heart needs to look like in marriage. Sharing a space together for the first time, preparing meals for the two of us, cleaning the house, all while encouraging my husband Colton in his senior year of college. Sometimes it was easy and came naturally, but other times I could feel that my heart and spirit weren't in the right place. I would mumble frustrations to myself and develop a sense of unfair bitterness. I may have been serving for years and years, but I didn't truly understand what it looks like to have a servant's heart, one that is overflowing with a desire or mindset to selflessly and sacrificially serve others, regardless of my feelings or what it may cost me. I love Colton dearly, so if I was having trouble serving him selflessly and sacrificially, how could I ever expect to serve others with that mindset? Thankfully, in recognizing my less-than-ideal attitude, I was able to turn to scripture to see what it really looks like to have a heart of servitude to others. In the next 10 minutes or so, I hope to share a little bit with you about why we should serve, how we should serve, and where we should serve. The why of serving may be simple to some of us that have been in the faith for a long time, because it's instructed time and time again in Scripture. Some of my favorite Bible verses about serving are actually directly about Jesus. Matthew 20 verse 28 says, Even as the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. Jesus, our mighty Savior and King, came to this earth to serve his people. To follow in his footsteps and to live like him, we must do the same. Not only is it acting in the likeliness of Jesus, but it's also in response to what he's asked of us. 1 Peter 4, 10-11 reminds us that, As each has received a gift, use it to serve one another as good stewards of God's varied grace. Whoever speaks as one who speaks oracles of God, whoever serves as one who serves by the strength that God supplies, in order that in everything God may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to Him belong the glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. When we are obedient to Him, we gain joy and peace. We serve to glorify Him, to be like Him, and to use the gifts that He has graciously bestowed upon us to spread the name of Jesus. When I was younger, my mom was a really incredible example of servitude, like I mentioned earlier. She was constantly giving of her time and resources to help others. She served in my classroom at school, at the church in both women's and children's ministry, and she served the people around her. She has a deep passion and conviction to help others. Seeing this example gave me the desire to serve also. Even if you don't have or didn't have an example of someone in your life, you do have the example of Christ. Throughout the Gospels, we see the way that Jesus interacted with others, and we see that he really did come not to be served, but to serve others. The way that he taught and performed miracles was to show people who he was, yes, but it was also to serve those around him. Even in his last days, he washed his disciples' feet, all while knowing that they would betray him. I think about this often, especially in those moments when serving is hard. If Jesus could serve and show love to someone who was an enemy, we can show up and serve, even when it's difficult. We must remember that serving others may not always be easy, but we will be rewarded in eternity. We must also remember that nothing is too small that God will not use it. Nothing that we do for the Lord is in vain. This is our why of serving. 
because Jesus did it, because he is our example. Despite his circumstances, despite his standing in heaven, he served us. So why shouldn't we serve those around us to bring glory to him? There's a really great passage in Matthew chapter 25 that starts in verse 35 saying, For I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger and you invited me in. I needed clothes and you clothed me. I was sick and you looked after me. I was in prison and you came to visit me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you something to drink? When did we see you a stranger and invite you in, or needing clothes and clothe you? When did we see you sick or in prison and go to visit you? The king will reply, Truly I tell you, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. The least of these. I love that reminder. When we serve others, when we comfort them or counsel them or do anything for them, we are doing it for the King of Kings himself. We are servants of the Most High God, and when we act in love, we act in his name, because we are doing these acts of service unto him. This has been a great reminder to me in moments when I'm feeling burnt out in serving. We only have the moments here on earth which are gifted to us to give God a sacrifice of service, because when we are united in heaven with him, it will no longer be a sacrifice. And because it's a sacrifice, it's a challenge to give up your time, your energy, your finances. It's uncomfortable even to talk about it sometimes. But we are instructed to serve. Hebrews 13 verse 16 instructs us, Do not neglect to do good and to share what you have, for such sacrifices are pleasing to God. We need to do these actions of service out of love with joy. Ephesians 3 talks about the grace of God, how we are his workmanship, that we are created by him and for him so that we cannot boast of anything that we do, but only in what he has already done. But in chapter 4, Paul shares that God, in that same grace and mercy, created opportunities for us to serve him, giving us gifts that can be used for the church, the body of Christ's benefit. We are given this instruction from Paul because he's reminding us that we need not waste our life. Our existence is for God, and these tasks He has given us are so that we can glorify Him. It's an honor, a privilege, and a sacrifice to be able to serve the Lord, and we need to act in a way that shows that. The Bible reminds us to taste and see that the Lord is good, and this is one of the many ways that we can. This is how we serve. Recently, a dear friend of mine got married, and a few months ago I hosted her bridal shower for her. I had so much fun coming up with a mood board, planning games, decorating, and arranging flowers to make her special day beautiful. It was so fun for me to work alongside other people who are dear to her to make this vision come to life. In the whole process leading up to the day, I really felt like I was using my gifts to the best of my abilities in order to do something special for someone I loved. Can you see where I'm going with this? I recognize that in the same way when we serve, we are using the talents given to us by God to do something really special in His honor. Whether that is greeting because we love smiling and talking to others, ushering because we love making others feel included, or doing follow-up counseling because we love sharing about Christ, these acts of service are a direct display of our love for God and our obedience to Him. In the same way, when we prepare a meal for our families because we love to cook, or rock a baby to sleep because we love children, that is also us serving the Lord in what role He has placed us and using our gifts for His ultimate glory. Of course, we may not always serve in the exact way we want, and Satan is going to try pop in and convince us that what we're doing is not valued or seen. I shared earlier about some of the hard parts of serving my husband in our first year of marriage. And I won't lie, there have been times before when I've really grumbled and complained about the seemingly less-than roles I've served in. There's nothing quite as glamorous about being on the cleanup crew if you know you know. 
But if it was all easy and fun, it wouldn't take sacrifice. And that is part of the gift of serving, like we talked about earlier. I'm learning to love to cook for my husband, and that makes serving him dinner more enjoyable. But when I show up and make dinner on the days I really don't feel like it, or when I'm frustrated and nothing is coming together right, that is just more of an opportunity to serve him and to serve the Lord. I think of Jesus' first miracle at Cana in John chapter 2. When he had the servants fill up the water pots with water, they must have experienced confusion, knowing that Mary had told Jesus they had run out of wine. Why would they fill up the water pots with more water? But oh, the wonder they must have experienced when they witnessed the miracle, knowing the small part that they were privileged to play. When we serve, we get the first-hand experience of the hand of God empowering us. Despite how those servants may have felt about the situation, confusion, maybe irritation or discomfort, they acted in obedience, and there's so much for us to take away from that. There are other benefits to serving that also please the Lord. Around Christmas time last year, I was at our Orange County campus working late on our Virtue Christmas event. I was working on our photo backdrop for the event, which involved making hundreds of small paper cones and stringing them together. I'd been working by myself for quite a while, and when one of our sweet virtue leaders popped her head through the door and asked if I could use a helping hand, I gladly accepted, and for the next couple of hours, we worked side by side in tandem. I've heard it said that women communicate best face to face and men shoulder to shoulder, but I firmly believe that everyone works well shoulder to shoulder, especially when you are working or serving in unison. It was so sweet to sit together working on a project whilst also fellowshipping together and sharing stories. Serving alongside a brother or sister in Christ and relishing in the goodness and greatness of our God is one of the closest tastes of heaven we get to experience in this life. Serving God is one of the core principles of the Christian faith, and as believers, we are expected to help the church and each other with a joyful spirit. To love one another, care for one another, pray for one another, encourage one another, help one another, counsel one another, support one another. On and on, scripture tells us of our relationship to God and others through service. If you are new to faith, the church, or even just to serving, please don't feel overwhelmed by this. It's so easy to start. Here at Harvest, we have so many needs and opportunities that can be filled with you serving. Our children's ministry is always looking for people to love on the kiddos at our church, and our youth ministry is a really great place to get involved where you can help shape the lives of the young teens at our church. The future of our church and world belongs to these kids, and we have the opportunity here to help them develop and cultivate their gifts. We also have a really incredible outreach ministry here at Harvest that is consistently serving our community in so many great ways. Just in this past month, they've hosted a graduation for the foster kids in Riverside, hosted barbecues to show our appreciation to the police departments of Riverside and Irvine, and planned widows events for all three of our campuses in Riverside, Orange County, and Maui. This is an incredible ministry to serve in if you want to be a part of sharing the gospel to our communities and being the hands and feet of Jesus. And I'm definitely not forgetting our women's ministry, which is the closest to my heart. There are such incredible opportunities to serve in virtue here at Harvest, whether it's leading or assisting a group or serving at one of our events. Like I talked about earlier, it's so special working shoulder to shoulder with sisters in Christ, getting to know them and hearing about what Jesus has done in their lives. I encourage you, if you haven't served somewhere before, start. These are all incredible places where you can serve and use your God-given gifts, talents, and abilities to glorify and honor Him. For more information and opportunities to serve and be a part of the community here at our church, you can go to harvest.church forward slash serve. There's a verse that recently stuck out to me as I was reading that really ties together the core of all that I've shared today. 
It's from 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 7. I'm reading from the New King James Version, and it says, The Lord does not see as man sees, for the man looks at outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. So I ask you today, what does your heart look like? Is it grumbling about where the Lord has placed you to serve? Or is it acting in obedience with open hands and a willingness of joy in serving? We have one life, one opportunity on this earth to offer ourselves in sacrifice to the Lord. And serving Him and His people is a huge part of that. I want to challenge you today to ask the Lord what He has for you in terms of serving. What gifts has He given you that He wants you to use? Or if you are involved in serving somewhere, who is someone that you can encourage in their journey of serving and being a part of the body of Christ? No matter where you are, in happiness or in hardship, the Lord wants to use you, and that is an honor we get as His children. Thank you again so much for joining me today on the Virtue Podcast. I pray that the Lord would speak to you wherever you are and have His way. May the Lord bless you in all that you do.